Okay, the landscape has completely changed now with buying new, buying new apartment, buying new house. A very, very different scenario than what it was three years ago, six years ago, nine years ago. We're going to talk about where we are with buying new today. Stay tuned. Michael's morning, here Mark. this morning. Oh, thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's that hairstyle going of yours? It's going great. I didn't realise it was all the rage. Yours is lovely too. Now, mine's going back a little bit up here. Mm-hmm. But yours is going, yours is going the other way. Anti-aging. <laughs> How are you doing it? Um, I eat my vegetables. <laughs> can you give us a can you give us a side profile? <laughs> Look at that! So, guys, if you missed our social the other day, we had a uh, an Elvis photo and and Michael's photo next next to each other, and it was it was high impact. Yeah, very high impact. So it's, this it's, topic it's at looking, hand, looking the goods. So let's <laughs> talk about what we're here to talk about. Over to you, sir. So today we're going to be talking about new versus established property and it's something that we've spoken about in the past, it's popped up a lot in the media, um, but even more so, it's a constantly changing environment and like Mark said in the intro, from six years ago to three years ago to last year to now, it still continues to change um, and also I guess the stigma around when you're buying something that's brand new versus something that's established. Um, whether it be a brand new apartment that you're buying off the plan or something that's just been built, or if you're buying a brand new house, um, something that you're going to look to do a knockdown rebuild on, or if you buy an established house. The biggest crux of all of it I'm finding at the moment, regardless of whether it's a new or an established property, it seems to constantly come back to funding. It seems to be the golden rule for any type of property at the moment. There's risk there, hey. Um it's just it it it's always been risky business and i think when people are comfortable um they will take that risk and whether they're made uncomfortable in any aspect of their life they're less inclined to taking the risk of uh, doing something like a build but you're right funding's a huge one hmm. it's something that i found so especially like for example let's say you're building a brand new house you need yep. to convince the bank that not only can you afford to obviously whatever the bill cost is, let's use a round numbers here, a million dollars. It's a million dollar bill cost that you can afford to pay dollars, but also can you afford to go rent somewhere during the meantime as well? Um, so it's really, really tough now to get the money for a new build, um, I've found. And also on the flip side, obviously if you're buying a unit off the plan, um, it's completely different again. You can buy without any funding, and then you just got to convince the bank once it's being once it's ready, um, the property in one, two, three years time, whatever it might be, that you're ready to buy then. And both have their associated risks with them. And I think when you're buying that new apartment, you've got to <clears throat> say it's a one year settlement or a two year mm. settlement. You have to be confident the value is going to be the same or more. Otherwise, you're going to put in the difference. 
So if you buy something for 700, 800,000 and it's going to be finished in two years and it's worth 750, you're going to be putting in that 50. Um, on the flip side, if it goes up, then that's an upshot for you. So you, there's a, there's a market going up or down play then there's are you going to be in a better or same financial situation with your employment because you mm. can't get funding for something two years away unless you're buying from Meriton but you can't get funding for two years away so you've got to make sure your job's squared off and your deposit's going to be okay and you're going to be okay in two years mm, correct um and I guess that's the nice thing about when you're buying for an apartment you just need to make sure the funding's there on the flip side, when you're buying a brand new house or building a brand new house, a big thing that is the hot topic of conversation today, especially when we're selling blocks of land or we're selling old knockdown properties, is build costs and how much it's going to cost you to actually build the home. And I think that blowout's under control. I think that, you know, the we're building costs contracts were just going crazy 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 it seems like it's pulled in a little bit hmm. um i tell you i do i do have to say i am a fan of however you get there i am fan a fan of a shiny new or newer property um i'm not a fan of personally of never in in, in the years we've bought and sold of of doing the build yourself um hmm. but i think for a for you to be able to focus on your work and your family, it's just one thing less. Having a house constantly in a renovation stage, do first we do kitchen, that took a year, then we do living room, extension, then we do bathrooms. Like, it takes a lot out of the family, out of the cash flow, and out of your time. Correct. I agree. And I think exactly like you said there, you've got to focus on for you, what you're good at slash what's important to you, whether it be family, whether it be your business, whatever it might be. Um, and I think if you've got a building background, I get it. It makes sense. Use your expertise, make the money from it. But if you're not coming yeah, from exactly. a building back background and you're stuck um, constantly trying to renovate or, or trying to run a project yourself when you're probably not as um, well-researched in what you're doing, it just has associated risks. Are you going to build something? I don't know. Down the track, if I ever look to build something or not, right now, no. <laughs> because I won't pretend to know how oh. to do a new build. Do you know what's interesting? Um, I. It's pretty rare you'll get someone, and, and this is from experience dealing with lots of buyers and lots of sellers, it's, it's pretty rare I'll get someone that builds a, a new house and goes, that was so cool, let's do it again. Yeah, so true. It's normally like, thank fucking Christ, that's over. And, you know, I'm never going to do that again. They're normally, yeah. they're normally of, of the, of like, we, we won't go down that rabbit hole again um, yeah. with building. So I think, I think that says something. I'll, pl I'll play devil's advocate here. On the flip devil. side. Sorry? Devil? Devil. <laughs> devil. <laughs> um. On the flip side, there have been lots of clients that I've spoken to that have done a major renovation on the house. They've bought the solid old brick house with the foundations that they want, and then they do all the renovations, and they go, oh, cost per square meter of how much it cost me to do it, how much effort, it, all the old plumbing, the old electricity, the old this, the old that. It would have just been easier if we bulldozed it and started afresh. 
Um, so yeah. to be honest, anyone that goes through the effort to do a new build or to do a major renovation, it's not sunshine and rainbows. Either way, you can go, oh, thank goodness it's done at the end. Um, and, uh, on on uh, the flip side, I think what people are bury is the amount, the actual true cost hmm. to compared to the proposed cost. Hmm. The actual true cost, I'd love to know the stat and i know it's it, it'd be it's 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 almost a rude stat and it's not available but there would be look i think this is what it's going to cost let's start mm-hmm. and a oh my god i forgot about all these other costs and have, a, have let's have a cold hard look at what it costs to the cent in the end there must be a there must be a a, a 30 to 50 percent swing there must yep. be i agree with you i definitely agree and <laughs> This is the thing, and this is more towards, I guess, maybe sometimes if you're buying a brand new house from a developer, a brand new unit from a developer. But the biggest thing yeah. that people are scared of is, oh, new build, there's defects, it's not going to be built well. And this stigma that's out there, I find that most people, regardless of who's the person building it, because of the way the media's portrayed it, the stigma is, oh, if it's new, it's scary, steer clear. And this is sort of the crux of, I guess, what the topic was designed for today is i really want people to challenge the status quo on that uh, because we like for example in dy we sell many new homes we sell many old homes we sell many new units we sell many old units the scale of the problems from new to old doesn't vary at all new properties have just as many sorry the new properties are not necessarily bad and the old properties are not necessarily good um it's case by case it depends on the build depends on the unit you know what happens when it's a new one? People are like, "Aha! I told you! I told you, new is bad." But then yeah. when it happens to an old place, I was like, "Yeah, you know, you know. Well, you know, everyone is very, very accepting when it's an older place. But when it's a new one, it's like, we gotcha. We knew it was wrong. We knew it was a bad thing from the start." And I, yeah. I think you're. I know you're right in terms of the actual numbers of how many that happens to new versus old. Same, same. Correct. Well, we sell a lot of older unit blocks in DY, for example, and majority of them have got something going on with the strata. Regardless of how major or minor it might be, there's always something going on. The bottom line is yep. um, father time always wins. Things will deteriorate over time um, versus yep. you buy something that's new that is built well, do your due diligence, you can win from it also. And I think just not to always tar something with the same brush and to actually look on each individual property on its merits, I think is a much better way. And by the way, the philosophy of building is the unspoken or spoken or whatever it is, is 99 years. It's yeah. deemed that when when you build a property, it should stand proud, stand there for 99 years, not with zero maintenance, but as a base structure. There should be uh, 99 years of integrity in that. Uh, Michael, have we missed anything on the hit list that we put together? Um, the last... Bit. No, we pretty much hit everything. The last bit was sort of building defects, which we sort of covered as well. The downtime, obviously, when you're doing a new build for yourself um, and the true costs associated. We just want to discover all the topics to make sure everyone's aware of it because sometimes I think people get so headstrong with a particular way that they think they should go about it and then it's very easy to sweep some of the other points under the rug and go, oh, no, that wouldn't happen to me. It's true. We should have called today, you've got to have balls to build. <laughs> that's a good one it's it's 
you 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 got to you do whether you're buying a new or whether mm. you're whether you're building a new. Um, there's got to be that that you got to be a pretty there's got to be some confidence about you to go and do it uh, financially confidence uh, not knowing not doing it before confidence um, going out in a limb confidence uh, but there's definitely rewards there's definitely rewards correct very very true that's a show that's it thank you mark thank you guys thank you thank you mr Silich. see you guys <laughs>